Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Autumn. Uh, we made it. Episode number two. Hey, I'm so excited. I can't believe we're here already. It's it's amazing. I know. It really, it really is. We've been talking about this forever, but uh, I'm, I'm excited about this episode. Um, Linda Cerrone Roland, who is the artist that we interviewed, uh, is someone that I actually met a few years ago. Uh, we did sort of like a Mother's Day post on our blog, and we wanted to interview artists uh, working moms and uh, Linda came up and and so we went over to her home studio and this was uh, a few years ago when we could you know go to people's home studios so uh, we we went over uh, and we were just expecting this sort of quick interview uh, and and she had she had a, a sketchbook for us that she had kept um, and sort of a really sweet story so uh, I'm excited to hear hear what she has to say. Wow, I love that so much. And I'm I'm really curious to hear kind of what the circumstances were for why she had the sketchbook and kind of how that unfolded to deliver it to you in person. I think that's really special. Yeah. All right. Well let's let's take a listen. Let's do it. So I'm gonna have, probably have you just start by introducing yourself and um, saying where you live, and then we'll probably just start uh, having a conversation. But it'll be pretty, um, pretty casual. And sure. So hi, how are you? Um, my name is Linda Cerrone Rolone. I live in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, and I'm an artist who started the sketchbook project um, a bunch of years back, I believe. Oh, it was it was 2008, I believe my first sketchbook was, and um, I don't want to be dramatic, but it saved my world. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're we're so excited to have you on this podcast. This was, I know, you know, we'll talk about how you and I first met in person, but you know, we have sort of had this experience, and I was really hoping that uh you know we can share that with our community because it was really stuck with me too meeting you and hearing your story and um now it's been been a probably a couple of years since we since we met in person yeah. and and so I'm I'm interested to hear your story again and and really uh get the whole um get the whole picture but I'm I guess let's let's start from let's start from when we you and I met because we uh, had reached out to you to do an interview for a Mother's Day post, um, and me and a, another employee of the project came to your studio and met with you, and then you gave us the sketchbook that you hadn't submitted. So, do you want to tell us about that? Um, sure. Uh, so yes, yeah, so you guys came to my studio, which was so great meeting you in person. And um, I wasn't sure what to expect when you guys arrived. So I just had like, like all my sketchbooks out. <laughs> <laughs> um, since I am a sketchbook artist also, and that's why I love you guys um, for commemorating all of us sketchbook artists. But um I was invited to just be interviewed because being a mom and an artist is two crazy different polar opposites. And it was great to be acknowledged for that. 
Um, and yeah, and I had a sketchbook that I never mailed in. I felt it was never completed because it was done under such dire circumstances during Hurricane Sandy. And um, it was probably the most uncomfortable, you know, situation. And uh, and it was the darkest book I probably ever made. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but you guys being there really played tribute to to what the sketchbook project is about and um the experience was encouraging and uplifting exciting um all those great adjectives and yeah it was it was fun and i actually i i remember you taking a lot of pictures and i was like oh my god <laughs> what is he photographing because you know the studio is such a such a stairway into my brain, you know, sometimes I can't even see it. So I want to see those pictures one day. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll have to, you know, <laughs> to look those at. yeah. So, I mean, you have a really like unique experience with the project or maybe not unique. Maybe we're going to find out that other people have had this, right. but you know, we're, we're just starting this, this process of, of talking to artists and, and this is episode uh, number two of, of our podcast. And, we're we're really we're curious uh, to hear more because I know I know you say that it, it really affected you in a positive way and we love we love that obviously um, but um, but yeah I don't know do you want to start you want to start with the beginning uh, your, your first sketchbook I know you it, it sort of happened sure. around when your son was born who just helped you get the computer working didn't he was it the yes, same he son did. It's years later. <laughs> Yes, child uh 12 <laughs> years later exactly yeah so um the sketchbook project um i'm sure i hope actually if people haven't experienced it this way and even including yourself you know i'm sure you guys have baby brain going on um but yeah my son was born and it's a huge deal to have a child and you know um the, the kid is priority and everything else gets uh, gets put on the back burner. But when you're an artist, um, you know, it's that's a really hard thing to deal with because you feel this massive unbalance. I mean, you have a child and it's a completely new world, unfamiliar territory. Um, you know, I didn't exactly also have all the tools in the box to emotionally understand what I need to do. <laughs> uh, so... Um, the sketchbook project popped up and I said, oh my God, this is going to help me so much. So when I, and I loved it because it was very organized and structured. Um, so it was having a sketchbook, having a theme, having a deadline. So in between breastfeedings, in between <laughs> naps and what have you, I was able to go to my little friend, you know, the sketchbook and just um, literally be like I was able to concentrate. Um, I forgot what the theme was though. I'm so sorry. Cause I did do a few of them with you guys. Um, I don't know. I know I did surrender. I did another one and I, it wasn't the first one. I forgot what the theme was, but it helped me just focus on one word. Right. And you know, what is there? Like, I forgot how many pages are in the book, but I was able to make drawings based on that one word. And it just, it just really pulled me out of that confusion of who I am now and <laughs> you know all of that so yeah yeah so it was, it was amazing process <laughs> and then so so you know you you did that and and that one you submitted 
sort of in the normal process, right? Yes, you had I met the deadline. And also, you know, part of that deadline was scanning your images and then letting go of it. And, right. and I realized after speaking to Autumn that that was part of the process too. You know, it's sometimes we get really attached to our artwork, especially during such an important time in your life. But for some reason, being able to mail it in and then being a part of the community without having to show up was like another gift <laughs> because, you know, being a, a mother and a father or whatever, just having a strong commitment and not being able to go out, you know, um, and, and I'm a New Yorker, I'm born and raised here. So, so being a part of community without having to be present was really, really made an impact too, you know? Yeah. It's very romantic. The sketchbook project is very romantic. <laughs> I mean, all these books, you know, leaning up against each other and kind of, you know, creating a hub, you know, it's really yeah. special. It's funny that you use that word. I, I don't, do you remember Autumn uh, Carey used that word too? Uh, yeah. In describing uh, our in the last interview we did also. Oh had, really? Had oh, a, I'm sorry. I didn't. Had a, no, I mean we we haven't even released it. It's funny. Oh okay. <laughs> no, I like that you guys. I, I'm I like that there's like a theme going going through it, but it's interesting for you both to use that word. But um, yeah. So yeah, talk about more about that. So the letting go of of your work is something that we have talked a lot about and um you know there's a lot of like people who question maybe the process because they don't really understand that that is such that is such a big part of it like is it something that you did think about then i know you just said that you thought about it recently when we when we reached out to you but um i feel like you really did face this project with like a therapeutic mind and, and and wanting it to be something that you could release. Do you, do you feel like that? Oh my God. It actually, um, from the sketchbook project stemmed a whole series that I called 365 days of rehabilitation because it was the first step for me to get back into my artwork after having the baby and also being kind of the bottom of the totem pole. Um, you know, it helped me get back into myself and I ended up making, um, larger pieces on paper. But from what you're asking me, um, also the fact that I have sketchbooks and I do not rip out pages from my sketchbooks, I like to leave them together. And if I really feel that they're important, I'll make them bigger or something. But that letting go is like putting it somewhere else, but while it's still together, you know, I, I don't know, there's something about ripping out a page from a sketchbook. It makes the book feel incomplete. You know, and then it's just right. like, you know, it's emotional, you know, you really to be being able to turn page after page. It's it's a lineage of of a situation, even if you, you know, I have sketchbooks that I sometimes go back into and I haven't touched for five years. But for some reason, I go back into it because it's based on what I initially did. Um, but yeah, so having that sketchbook be complete and go somewhere where other people can look at it. I mean, I think that's important. I think, you know, it's, it's, I guess you can call it a picture book of a person, you know, or an mm -hmm. idea or something. And the fact that like, you guys have a timeline, it's, it's like being invited into your life for a month, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, so letting go is definitely part of the process. And the fact that you guys travel with the books is even more exciting. Um, 
I mean, you, you're literally, <laughs> instead of taking all the, you know, a group of people to go get ice cream, you know, it's like you're taking the books, you know, and people can sit there and, and kind of, you know, be a part of it. And then, and then, you know, letting go is, is also allowing all these other people come into their life and then some, especially with social media and everything. Like if someone's interested in my sketchbook, they can, you know, keep looking me up, you know, or, or whomever and, and try to keep following that, that, that life, you know, it's, it's amazing. I mean, <laughs> it's hard yeah. to put into words. I mean, it really is because it's really tremendous for me. It's, it's a really big deal. Um, especially when, you know, you have all these responsibilities and you can't go out to all the functions and you maybe can't make that talk or, or whatever, you can't go see the show. It's, it's another way to be a part of a really great community. And it's exciting that it's all different levels, you know, beginners, emerging, whatever, you know, um, I think it's important because it's, you know, it doesn't have that um, high art feel. Although to me, it's high art, you know, but it, it doesn't have that feeling like it's for everybody. So yeah, definitely. Do you, um, uh, well, yeah. And then, so you, you, you did the first one and then about your son and was there a, a one in between that and the Sandy one? Did you do other books? Yeah. So I did, um, the one, the one that I really love and I actually, um, did made paintings from is this it's surrender. And, um, it was one of your themes that, you know, I selected and surrender is a huge theme <laughs> in life. Cause right. you have to surrender yourself to a page. You have to surrender yourself to the, pr the project, whatever, but you have to surrender to life. And, um, and so I made like all these little drawings that, I mean, they were all very different, but it was like, I was creating these stories. It went a little bit deeper for me, um, the, the, the sketchbook itself is very light. I think there's like, just like simple line drawings and whatever, but I did make paintings from it. So that's really exciting. Um, but that cool. was like an in-between yeah. one. And, um, yeah. And then the third one I did was, was during hurricane Sandy, which whew, you guys <laughs> saved me again. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you want to, I mean, do you, you feel like telling us that, that story? Sure. So, um, Hurricane Sandy was 2012 and we had just closed on our home <laughs> two weeks before. And, um, it was, a, it's a family home. So this house was, uh, kind of like a drop off point for my, my life's work. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So my life's work was basically under water, um, it was under clean sewer water, under Sheepshead Bay, boat water, um, you name it. And, um, we had no electricity, we had no heat and I had the sketchbook and I remember like, I wasn't working on it and I didn't know why, I guess, cause we just closed on the house, whatever, but I had it with me every night and it is a very dark book, um, to me. And it actually was, you know, I, I, I used more lettering, like more words because I couldn't talk. <laughs> I, um, my artwork was at the bottom of the totem pole. We had, you know, a three-year-old at that time. And my grandfather who was, is a, was a dialysis patient and we had to relocate him and it's just a crazy time. And once again, the sketchbook was there for me. So, um, 
and I and I, I I felt like it was really once we like survived everything because <clears throat> things kept happening. <laughs> I, I didn't feel like I could send it in. I actually didn't feel like it was good enough, you know, um, or it was just too dark, you know, but, um, yeah, so it, it, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was really nice having it, you know? Well, you know, I, I always, that's sort of like a story that I share now, because I think it was like really special for us too to, to get that because like we never really get you know you guys everyone mails their books back and we get it in the mail and i mean every once in a while someone drops one off but i think we don't get sort of that emotional side uh, of it uh or to to really interact with the artist who who is like going through the process of letting it go literally mm-hmm. in our hands so i think <laughs> that was that was a really cool experience for us too and and i'm glad we were able to sort of make that happen in the way that we did thank you yeah i mean it was heavy to me that book weighs like 100 more pounds than any other book even (laughs) though they're all the same size so you know and it's it's hard because it was a hard time for me because i had to put i was forced to put the art aside while i was pulling things out of you know muddy waters and you know seeing sculptures completely disintegrated because they were never baked or you know so it was it was really hard for me so it was really you took a lot of weight off of me <laughs> by, by taking, accepting the book, you know, way past that deadline. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, but it was, it just, it did. It meant a lot. It meant a lot. And again, like that letting go process, it's like, it's a whole huge experience and it, it, it's helpful. It's really helpful. So thank you again. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, so I know we're talking about like 12 years of time of your work, but I'm, I'm curious if you want to describe, uh, sort of what your work looks like um, and what you're working on now. And so to maybe give everybody listening an idea of, of like who you are as an artist. Sure. Um, well, I'll, I'll keep in the realm of sketchbooks. So, um, you know, <clears throat> I'm from here. I've traveled the trains and the Staten Island Ferry and what have you. So the ballpoint pen has been my tool since god like the 90s you know um because you can close it it doesn't you don't need to sharpen it you know um and then it's a brave tool because you can't erase so you have to commit to the line and and whatever it is that you're doing and i love that uncomfortable feeling um so i have been working with the ballpoint pen for a really long time and i since Hurricane Sandy, especially, I work on large pieces of paper. And if anyone's worked with the ballpoint pen, it takes a really long time to build up a surface. So um, I, inc- I started to incorporate um, papers, textiles to help me build up the surface. But I basically create imagined portraits that are based on emotions. Um, so there's a lot of faces. Um, sometimes bodies get included. I mean, I love fashion and I feel like fashion expresses itself. So I'll, you know, I'll go to the paper store and buy like an embossed paper, like a velvety embossed pattern, um, which is like my childhood wallpaper. (laughs) I'm a seventies girl. And, um, so yeah, so, so, so right now, um, I'm just working on really large pieces of paper. Um, I'm actually also working on um, a surface 
that is an apology to um, the people coming through Mexico. Um, the series is called Not My Grandma's Walls. And that's a really long story, but um, basically I'm still using the ballpoint pen because the how long it takes to build up these characters um, keeps me thinking about these people. Like, I don't know what I could do to help them. So for some reason, being able to draw their imagined faces with their children in arms, I feel like I'm connecting myself to them and trying to send that energy to them as an apology, as an American, as an Italian American, you know, family who's crossed the border, but in a different way. Um, and the material I'm working on is literally walls that I took down in the house that we bought and underneath my grandma's walls, but the top layer were not my grandma's walls. So <laughs> it's, it's a play on situations. Um, but yeah, so I'm sticking to the ballpoint pen for now. Um, and I'm working on commissions. I'm doing a double portrait you know, in ballpoint and yeah. And I always have a lot of color. I love the graffiti markers, the really wet, you know, enamel markers um, because painting I'm, I, I'm primarily an oil painter, but again, like you have to adjust your tools with your lifestyle. So again, going back to the first sketchbook, um, I really just started realizing I can do what I want to do on paper. It doesn't need to be in paint. Um, and then the second sketchbook, I worked still with the ballpoint pen, but less color. And I had time to paint. So some of those drawings became paintings, you know. And then the third sketchbook is me, you know, just expressing myself, trying to save myself. And again, going, but using the markers and what have you. And and now I'm just, I'm I'm back to communicating with the world again and trying to connect with what's actually going on with people. and. Hopefully one day these pieces will can be seen, you know, and I think it's really beautiful. Um, there's there's a theme kind of with your artwork, not just um, with the artwork that you submit in the sketchbook project, but also with your personal practice where you you kind of mentioned when Steve went to your studio, your studio is really sacred. It's like a staircase into kind of your internal world. And I feel like a lot of your artwork is fueled by kind of these emotions that you're feeling. And it's it's almost like your process is a creative exploration of like how you kind of interact with the world, which I, I really love. Totally, <laughs> totally. I mean, being, you know, being a New Yorker, you would think like you have a million friends, but I think it's quite the opposite because I, I feel like everyone's my friend, you know, like it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Um, it's, I don't know, like my favorite noise is background noise. You know, it's like knowing that everyone is there. I, I feel this connection and it's really important. And it's, it's hard though, because that is the way I connect. I connect from a distance. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> you, you got it though. Yes. <laughs> well, Linda, this is so good chatting with you. And we're so happy that you're a part of the collection and that you're willing to share your story with us and uh yeah we can't wait to see where your your artwork takes you next and and we're really glad we could be a part of that journey thank you thank you so much yeah well we'll definitely keep in touch and um and i hope that i hope that your artwork takes you to more amazing places than it already has 
Oh yeah, I'm, I'm in the thick of it now, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> All right, thanks, Linda. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Autumn, so much. Thank you so much. And that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Stephen. I'm your host of the podcast. Uh, if you want to find out more about Linda, you can go to brooklynartlibrary.org slash podcast, and we'll link to her work there. If you want to find out more information about participating in the Sketcher Project and how you can submit your own book, or if you'd like to make a donation to the library, you can also head to brooklynartlibrary.org. Thank you so much to Linda and my co-host Autumn. We'll see you next time.